This is the Rich Eisen Show. Blasted. Blasted. <laughs> With guest host Susie Schuster. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I can't believe the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals. Jokic for three. Got it at the Anthony Davis. Major two-time MVP. You know, you tip your hat to him. Earlier on the show, Yes Network Yankees broadcaster Michael Kay. ESPN NBA reporter Lisa Salters. UCLA running backs coach Deshaun Foster. Coming up, basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. Back here on the Roku channel, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. Thrilled to be here, and let's get right to it. You don't make Shaquille O'Neal wait. Well, I like to sometimes. Hi, Shaquille. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? I am so well today. I'm having a really good day. Also, because you're on the phone and Cynthia came through, and I don't have to sweat it. And I don't have to sit here wondering whether I'm going to have to ping you and start, like, you know, sending you texts and all that. How are you, babe? I love you, but I did it for Rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's a first. You're my friend. That's, that's a first. What? That is so crap. I know, but, Why? I know, but Rich, 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 and Ernie always be good to me because they they were always good to me even during my bad times. I oh like, my God! I was the one with you. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> you used to bad talk to me all the time in your articles. Okay, you were so full of it. You you were so full of it. I never bad talked you. I was there in the locker room with you, you were, every night. You were you were worse than Bill Plaschke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Some just somebody had to come correct with you. Somebody had to tell you what was up and what was down. My God, everyone's around kissing your butt and all that. I had to say it like it was. Come on, I still no, came in the locker room every night. And, and you know what? That's what I respect about you. Like you you would come in and say. Uh, you played terrible tonight, and like you would really say it, and I appreciate that, and I respect you for that. You know, Shaquille, uh, I was going to go with something else first, but let me ask you this: This plays right into a conversation we were having earlier. What advice would you give John Morant right now? Nothing at all. You know, we know the rules, we know the unwritten rules, and remember, a mistake and a choice is two different things. I said this last time. You made a choice to turn on your IG Live. Forget what you were doing, right? But you made a choice to turn on your IG Live with no shirt in the strip club, right? And then your friend made a choice the other day to turn on IG Live. So, you know, listen, a lot of us probably ride around with the strap in the car. But, you know, we don't choose to press the IG Live and, and you know, let people know what we're doing. I think he's going to learn from his mistakes. But, listen, he's getting a lot of people saying this and saying that. I right. I think he knows and understands that, that I think he would understand that he has a responsibility. I can remember my mother telling me one day, I was like, you have a responsibility. I was like, responsibility to what? So responsibility to your organization, to your obligations, and to all the children that look up to you. Uh, it's an unwritten rule, especially with the NBA. You shouldn't do things like that. You know, I heard uh, J.J. Reddick saying he really didn't break a law, which is kind of true, but unwritten rule in the corporate world you can't do that you can't go to you can't go to a certain place Susie and start dancing and start dancing on tables and start twirling your hair and doing that because you know you represent your husband you represent your professionalism and you represent this people that you're working for so there's a lot of rules and a lot of unwritten rules and we as as gentlemen we, we should have those rules memorized in our head like He's going to get suspended. 
This may jeopardize the Nike deal. This may jeopardize, jeopardize the power pay deal. Might not, might not get those opportunities back. And if he wants to be like you, Shaquille, and he wants to be able to have relationships with, it seems like, every corporation in the world right now, you have to protect your name and your representation and your, rep- and, and your not, reputation at all. Yeah, but I don't look at it like that. I always think about the higher power. And the higher power for me, besides God, is my mother, Susie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> how would my mom? How would my mom feel sitting on the couch watching me do something like that? And I've always had the ability to stop time. Like, like I'm not perfect. I'll say some things and do some things, and I'll get a call from her. But a lot of times, like, okay, if I want to punch this guy in the face, what's going to happen? Probably get arrested. Boom, 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 boom. It'll be on TV. And I'm not going to like it. Okay, just walk away. And I think he has to think about the higher power. And I, I said that last time, and I was hoping it would get around to him. But for him, the higher power should be his family and his daughter. Like, when I, once I started having kids, I had to fall back on a lot of stuff. That, like, you know all the stuff I used to do. And I, like, once I started having kids and doing that, I had to fall back on that because they represent me and I represent them. Yep. Like, everybody's waiting to see what Adam Silver's going to do. And, well, you know, he, he should have learned from from the first time, but I guess he didn't. And so we'll see what happens. But I, I'm not going to bash a kid and do that. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to. Sometimes you just got to figure out the hard way. Like my dad used to always tell me, if you don't listen, you're going to figure it out the hard way. So mm-hmm. once Adam Silver comes down with whatever he's going to come down with. Yeah, Sarge had you come in correct. Sarge had you yes, come in correct. Did. That is for sure. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show. Speaking of unpacking, how many outfits or changes of clothes did you bring with you to Boston? Well, I got three suits now. So I always bring two suits, but just in case. I spill something on the suits or two suits. But I'm uh, I'm gonna leave immediately after game two, go back to Miami. Boston or Miami. I'll I'll choose uh Miami for two hundred dollars, Richard. <laughs> right? You leave it behind. What do you like in this game tonight, Shaquille? I I'm nervous. Let me tell you why. And I don't wanna say this disrespectfully because he's a great player, but which Jason Tatum's gonna show up. Mhm. The one that's gonna go one for ten, or the one that's gonna go bonkers. So, but I, listen, Miami Heat's gonna always be consistent how they play, play together, play tough. But if uh, Jason goes off like he did in that game seven, maybe a long night for the Heat. So I just want to see which which Jason shows up. But you can't, you know. Here's my question, though. It's not just him. I mean, is it how Tatum goes, the Celtics go? We talked about this last week with Embiid and the Sixers. So I mean. Do you believe that the Celtics, should he come out firing, are the better team? No, I wouldn't say they're the better team. I mean, talent-wise, paper-wise, they got more names. But, you know, when you want to win, the team has to be playing at a certain level. Miami's playing at that level right now. Like, they got one superstar that's very unselfish, so you got a lot of guys getting shots in rhythm, playing hard. And, you know, Jimmy can do what uh, uh, Jason Tatum did. Like, Jimmy, once Jimmy says I'm scoring, he can score the ball on anybody. So, game one is always the fill-out game. But if I'm Jason Tatum, I'm trying to come out and get 50 and let everybody know. Because that game the other day, I I missed it because I thought it was going to be at 830. So then when I went to watch it at 830, it wasn't on. And I saw the highlights. I was like, I don't believe I missed this game. Like, the highlights from that game were incredible because – 
the game before that, you know, where he started off like one for ten, everybody was going, what's wrong with him? But he kept shooting, then he hit those two big shots in the fourth quarter. I was like, okay, uh, Philadelphia is in trouble. As for the West, what did you make from that game one feel-out game? I thought Denver was going to blow them out early, and then the Mighty Lakers came back, and then they cut it close. LeBron shot that three that was just short, and uh, Denver almost gave it away. But Denver's going to have to continue to shoot like that if the Lakers going to keep coming like that. So I think game two, I think the Lakers can get game two because I don't think Denver's going to shoot like that. How would you like to have played against Jokic? What do you think about that that matchup? Well, he wouldn't have played me one on one, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would have played him one on one, and he's he's crafty. Probably would have got us. You know, I'm not known for defense, but ain't no way he could have played me one on one. And you could say it in the Yugoslavia or Slavic, wherever he's from. <laughs> Nobody played me one on one. You were there. You remember. I remember. I was there every night, and you just said that you were Rich's friend. I'm not going to forget this one, by the way. I'm still smarting from that one. I didn't. Did. No, I never said that. You kind of did. You said you were I here for not. Rich. I said, no, I said, I said, I can't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm on Rich's show. No, that is not what you said. You said that you were here for Rich, not for me, and I am hurt. No, I never, I never said that. I said I can't believe I'm on Rich's show. Talking mm. to my favorite. <laughs> That's so funny. God, it's so funny. I didn't hear that at all. I heard I'm only on because of Rich, and no, I thought to myself, no. "What strange hell am I in right now?" <laughs> you are mine, Shaquille. No. You are my friend, just like Michael Irvin was no, my I, friend first. Hmm. No, I said, I, no, I said, I'm only in this hotel because I'm rich. Oh, oh, that, oh that's right, right. He is. Yeah, right. I got my, yeah, yeah, I got this hotel. I'm looking at the Boston Harbor, the whole top floor. It's amazing. And here I was the other night when Charles and Kenny were giving you a hard time and Ernie was crying his eyes out laughing at you because of the whole how many outfits did you pack for Miami and I thought I was going to throw in a cute little question and they were laughing at you and I felt bad. Now I'm like, bring it on, boys. <laughs> Hurt him. I'm no, going to call Charles could. and tell him that you chose no, Rich over me. It, it, was, it, it was funny, but I, I was trying to incorporate the story when I was playing with Dallas and Pat just told us to bring one suit. Because I remember we were, it was, uh, we were up 3-2 and we had two games left in Dallas and he told us to bring one suit. So I was trying to incorporate that story, but I got my math messed up. Yeah, whatever. Now it's now I'm just mad. Hey, um, let's just talk really quickly. One question about the Spurs and about Victor Wembanyama, which is a fun name to say. He's so he's so he's so he's so tall, Shaq, but he's so yeah. lithe. He's so skinny. I mean, like, how fast can this kid actually acclimate to NBA play? I say really fast because. Guys are not playing down low anymore. Guys are not playing physical anymore. They're switching one through five. He's a pick-and-pop guy. He can shoot pretty good, and he's tall. He's like a 7-4 Kevin Durant. So I think he can acclimate very, very quickly, and he's with the master. Like, having a kid like that go to the system, Yeah, that's what I call the Spurs, the system. Having a kid like that go to the system, I think people better watch out. But this was our era, and banging he'd be he'd be you know chicken noodle soup like <laughs> kind of light but like i'm watching how these guys play now you know especially like you know joel and b 
you're 6'11", you're not posting up, you're shooting jumpers, and then you got the nerve to say, you got the nerve to say, me and James can't do it by yourself. Yeah, because get your big ass down in the paint. If you get your big ass down in the paint, you can do it by yourself. But that's not how people play anymore. So this kid will be fine, and I, I wish him well. Shaq, you got two seconds to play uh, Celebrity True or False with us, please. Let's do it. Okay. Mike, you got a mic drop? Let's go. Celebrity True or False. You can't handle the truth. So you think TNT's fancy. We have a drop here. I mean, I'm just saying, like, whatever. The Rich Eisen Show first comes all, correct. First of all, whose voice was that? The female voice. That was... Okay, you know Dan Patrick's show, there's a guy named Seton. You? It's No, no, no. I don't I, I do not do the voice oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. I can't okay, talk I like that. that. I was going to say, you sound so sexy and sultry for Rich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Rich Eisen show. Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I, I don't... I, you know me. I don't. I don't go that direction, Shaquille. No, that's actually Seton from the Dan Patrick Show's wife. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Just trying to. Okay. I'm just trying to I be. It was you. I was like, sexy, wexy. <laughs> oh come on, Shaquille. You know me better than that. All right, let's go. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Let's go. You once went to a meeting at Nike headquarters dressed head to toe in Reebok gear. True or false? True. True. <laughs> and what was the reasoning? Because I didn't want to have a Nike deal because they had already told me before, we're interested in you, but you're not going to get your own shoe. And we had already left Reebok. And Reebok said, yeah, uh, we'll give you your own shoe. We'll give you what you want. So I wanted to go in there and possibly have them say, oh, why are you wearing Reebok stuff? Because they're going to give me my own shoe. And then I possibly wanted them to say, oh, we'll give you your own shoe. But, you know, they were big, bad Nike. and They didn't need me. They had Mike and all those other guys. So it's true. I can't even believe it. It's like you'd think that it's Jordan's, it's it's Nike. You'd want to be a part of that, and you'd think they would throw anything in the kitchen sink at you. But I think your feet were so damn big that they were afraid they couldn't sell the shoes. Yeah, but forget the shoe. I wanted, I wanted my own shoe. Because mm-hmm. I remember in college looking at the Jordan brand, and he had the Jumpman, and then I had a project, and that's when I created the Dunkman. So the Dunkman got it incorporated and you know, 50 states, and had to raise some money to get it, you know, incorporated in, you know, different countries. Trademark, excuse me. So it was a fun learning process. So now that I did all that and I was learning business, I want my own shoe and my emblem on my, on my shoe. By the way, it makes a lot of sense. And by the way, if you uh, need an angel investor, I'll, I'll give you five bucks. All right, Roderick <laughs> Chipfu Roachford initially hung up on you when you called about doing your first album, Shaq Diesel, because he thought you were an imposter. True or false? True. And I had to call back, like, you know, like a couple of times. Because that was, that was unheard of. Uh, well, more athletes rapping, but celebrities rapping was, like, unheard of. Because, like, whenever a celebrity did a rap, it was always, like, one of those, you know, not good raps. So, me being the first to, you know, break them all. But the good thing is when I got with him, they put me through a test. Freestyle. Do this. How long you been doing it? And I passed the flying colors, and they said, like, okay. Uh, we're going to do the song. I already have my rap ready for the song. It's like, man, you, you're serious about this? And I was like, yep. But the crazy thing is I never wanted to do an album. I just wanted to do that with my favorite rap group. And then my uh, agent, Leonard Armado, called me and said, hey, man, you're not going to believe it. I was like, what? John, want to give you $10 million for three albums. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yep, those were back in the days when it was you and Kobe. Just yeah, rapper exactly. versus rapper, right? 
Susie, I was listening yeah. to Shaq Diesel getting ready for work today, as a matter of fact. And how was it? Don't you ever hey, – who's that talking? That's TJ Shaq, sorry. TJ, don't you ever in your life interrupt Susie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my bad. That was my bad, Shaq. Oh. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Oh, but I was still worry. bumping Shaq Diesel, though. It doesn't matter. doesn't okay, matter. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's try another one. And by the way, thank you for that, Shaquille. You suddenly remember that I'm your friend, not rich. But it just <laughs> took you a, a solid 16 and a half minutes. And don't think I forgot a single second. All right. You were denied entry to an Indiana nightclub while filming Blue Chips and took it out on the Pacers later that season, dropping 37 on them. True or false? <laughs> True. What nightclub wouldn't let you in? That's so stupid. I was in a town called Frankfort, Kentucky. They wouldn't let me in. I was like, okay, no problem. You were not okay, no problem. <laughs> Weren't you like, what are you kidding me? No, because no, cause remember, so you don't let me in. What do I do? I get arrogant. I start telling you who I am. I start acting crazy. I get into a shout match. I get into a fight. What if my mom sees that? Oh, that's Just true. Just walk away, buddy. You know what I'm saying? So... A lot of times, like I said, I have the ability to stop time because I never want my mama and now my kids and all the kids that are looking up to me to see me acting crazy. Again, it will happen every now and then, but if I have the ability and the world fall to just think about it, you know, make a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if you say something to me and I say something back and they catch it and I say something crazy, okay, maybe action, but I have a choice to make right now. The guy didn't let me in. Do I, like I said, am I arrogant? Hey, mother effort this shit. I'm going to shoot the movie, blah, 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 blah. Or do I just say, all right, man, I understand. I walk away. So I just, you know, walked away. And it's a lot more satisfying when you drop 37 as a result, too. <laughs> exactly. Or Reggie Miller's face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. When Larry David trips you on Curb Your Enthusiasm, the producers wanted to use a stuntman, but instead you insisted on doing it yourself. Is that true or false, Shaquille O'Neal? It's, it's true because even though I know, listen, I know I'm not a real actor, right? But for me, being a medium-level juvenile delinquent, getting all these opportunities it's just fun for me. Like, like forget forget how how good the movie is. I did a movie. You know what I'm saying? Wow! Like, I, I did a movie. I did I did six rap albums. I, I played for the Lakers. I did this. I did that. So when you get a call from a guy like Larry David, and he says, "Be in the thing," like I I want to be in the thing. And you know, he's like, "Hey, we we don't have scripts. We improv. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna trip people. We gonna use a double. No, you're gonna trip me. Cause guess what?" If it's shot right and cut right, this would be one of the funniest scenes ever. And I wanted to be a part of that. So, you know, I just, for me, it's all about opportunities. You know, uh, I don't think about what happens after opportunities. Was it good? Was it bad? Like, it's just opportunities. Like, playing in L.A. and and just looking, oh, my God, it's Jack. Hey, Jack, bend your knees, Shaq. You're right, Jack. Oh, my God, it's Adam. Adam, put me in a movie. Win some championship, Shaq. Like, it's just... Denzel and his beautiful wife, you know, just, it was just great. So for me, it's all about, like I said, it's all about the opportunity. So that is correct. What haven't you done, Shaquille? What haven't you done? No, I'm going to let you go in a minute. What haven't you done? I haven't, I haven't sky, well, is is this a word, skydove? I haven't skydove yet. (laughs) Would it be skydived? I have never skydived. 
I think I, I would never. Yeah. Would you do that? I would be so scared. Me too. Yeah, so I went it. to this place in Georgia, right? And I sat through the class. It was like a little five-hour class. And then the guy comes to me and says, hey, man, how much you weigh? I said, I don't weigh about three, three-something. He said, well, the weight limit is two-something, but maybe I can get my mom to sew two parachutes together. And I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? What if his mom don't feel like sewing that Mm-mm. thing? Mm-mm. What if she what if she used the cheap thread instead of the cheap thread? So I, I never did it. No, that's I've not done it. everything else except, except scuba dive. I, I went uh, deep sea, deep sea uh, scuba diving, but I have not uh, uh, sky dove yet or sky dived, whatever. No, Jews don't jump out of airplanes. We just fly in them. Uh, <laughs> all right, before I let you go, uh, uh, before I let you go, who wins the NBA finals? I'm gonna go with Denver. Yeah. I have a question. Hmm. Walsh was bragging about how Victor Wambanyano is the the best pick ever. You believe that? No, I don't know how we say that he's the best pick ever. He's got the most potential. He's got a lot of potential, but the best ever? How do you know that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. He was going and saying, oh, he's good. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, okay, whatever you say. But I think his kid will do great. The game is different because, remember, he's a pick-and-pop guy. He's going to shoot jumpers. So he'll do well. But how do you say he's the best ever? I mean, my God, we just met the kid. We haven't seen him play here yet. He's like, this is the... This is the most boom, 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 number one pick ever. And I was like, ever? Mm. In the history of the game, ever? Mm. Who, who do you think is? I don't know. That's a pretty exclusive yeah, fraternity, I, the number one overall pick. Uh, you know. It is. But also, he's no, had the best like, athlete ever, Shaquille. He didn't just say NBA. He said he could potentially be the most important athlete ever. Yes, he did. He did say that. And I was like, huh? That's a lot. We'll see. Say hi yes, to the boys. Say hi to Charles. Say hi to Kenny and Ernie. Right. Please have fun with them. Thank you. And don't forget where your bread is buttered. You were my yes. friend first, and we heard it here. Hey, that, hey, that picture you sent me with the dude with the glasses. Is that <laughs> <awesome>? <laughs> Call me after the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I said to Thank Chris this morning, I'm like, nice. I said, I said, I don't know how to get Shaq's attention. <laughs> and yeah. let's go to commercial. <laughs> Don't even right. say it. Don't Thank say it. Don't get me in trouble. Love you uh, lots. Oh, never. Yeah, never. I'll never say it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jack. That's yeah. the great Shaquille O'Neal right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And by the way, I can't tell you what I sent him, but it got him to call in on time. I'm just saying. <laughs> I can't wait for commercial to find this out. Mm-hmm. We have calls on the on the, on the phone. We have, do we have to take a commercial, though, right? Can we just take a call? Yeah. Or do no, we... no. Break, break, break. Oh, fine. Let's do it after break. All right. That was fun. Call this has talk been to a Susie. fun show. Let's go. Let's talk to me. Would you really have a bacon donut? That's disgusting. 844-204-RICH. And also, does Chris qualify to be a celebrity for a celebrity <laughs> golf tournament? When we come back. Can see how much it costs to golf with <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, Just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. He's out today having an all-important colonoscopy. We should all get them, by the way, if you're over a certain age. Mike Del Tufo just tells me he had a blood test, so he didn't need one. That's insane, Mike. No, I, I need you're one. You're too old. Go get one. Okay? It's one. not that bad. They give you propofol. You take a little nap. You're fine. Okay. I think Rich is out cold at home right now. <laughs> I'm at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Dave from Nashville, you've been holding for a while. What's on your mind, Dave? Hi, how are you? How are you? I can't believe the big shamrock did you like that. He hosed me, Dave. He was my friend first. This is ridiculous. We we should get that Susan (laughs) Walden drop. He was your friend first. Remember that one with Roger Clemens? Uh, Dave, what's on your mind? We want, first of all, I want to wish Rich. Tell him all, we hope all his troubles are behind him now. But a bum. Uh huh. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I love hearing you twist the knife with Rich. It's so much fun. We want to hear about how he first asked you out and uh, what that date might have been like. And uh, we need some Su- Susie Schuster mugs and t shirts. What do you think? I think you do need mugs and t shirts. I think I should have my own uh, line of everything. And I'm with you. And thank Absolutely. you for your support. I really do appreciate that, Dave. Um, okay. I really, I'll tell you fast. Um, he asked me out um, right when he met me, and we went on our first date three years later. So I'm just oh saying. We were best friends for three years. Best friends. He was so nice. He was way too nice. And I was like 24, and 24-year-olds don't like nice guys. That's so. That's <laughs> But he would say, Dave, he, Dave, he would say, um, he was so nice. He was so great and so supportive, and, and yet that was not cool. So, But I will tell you, our first date really was we walked from – we both had apartments on the Upper West Side, and he needed a, it wasn't really a date. He would say it was a date. Our first date was, I think, mm-hmm. a couple years later. He calls it our first date because he asked me to go pick out a vest for the ESPYs. He and Stuart Scott were hosting the pregame for the ESPYs, the wonderful Stuart Scott. And so I went with right. him to pick out a vest. We walked from Lincoln Center all the way downtown into Soho. And we just walked and oh walked God. and walked and walked all day. And he said, my sweet husband, who I think is home taking a nap now, I'll say it now. He said, I think that's the day that I fell in love with you. And I said, well, it took me another three years, but thank God you did. So that's that's, that's the background, walk. Dave. That a five-mile walk? Yeah, it was a great walk. 
That's the best thing about New York City. We were we were in the city for the Roku upfronts two weeks ago. The greatest bunch of people. We had the best time, and we did another one of those walks. We we went to see a show. We saw um, we saw an incredible play that Sean Hayes is in right now. And then we took the subway down to Broadway and Lafayette and walked to Brooklyn across the bridge. Neither one of us had ever walked over the Brooklyn Bridge. I went to college in New York City. My mother lives there. Rich is from New York City. Neither one of us had ever actually walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. So we love those New York I City did walks. I once, and I remember the boards being really yeah. loose, and there were some holes in them. Is that still like that or no? Yes. The boards are so loose and so crazy, and I had no idea that there were boards like that. I thought it had to have been some kind of, you know, incredible steelwork to get across the bridge, but it it felt so old school and cool. It was really one of the best things I've done in a long time. So we wow. kind of had a great time. Thanks, Dave. Well, great. I'm going to keep checking his website to see if I can find some Susie mugs to buy. Yeah, uh, I, I mean... I got, I, I got enough rich ones now, but I need some no, no kidding. I know a guy who knows a guy. I'm going to call up Jerry and say I want my own line of stuff. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks for calling in. Terzo, is that you on uh, line one? All rise. Hey, what's up, Susie? How are you? Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hey, Susie, I'm definitely going to eat uh, the maple bacon uh, donut. They are absolutely delicious. Okay. It's the salty, savory, sweet. It's just a really good combination. One of my one of my uh, favorite donuts, but not not my favorite. I, the only donut that I will go for, and I bring donuts. I'm a, I'm a pusher. I I get food. I normally won't eat just because it's more fun to actually have somebody have a good time with it. And I like to bring sidecar donuts. This time I did Randy's, which is a, a local old school place. But I like an old-fashioned glazed donut myself, Terzo. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that. Hey, uh, Brockman, uh, one thing that uh, when you're uh, talking about the Joker earlier, one thing that I, whenever I see him playing, He's like he's like a surgeon, man, because every pass is surgical. And the way he moves around, it's not just necessarily he's painting a masterpiece. It's like he's just picking people apart, you know, like like he's in the surgery room. It's it's awesome to watch and to see him and LeBron last night, just the way they were passing the ball. It was just beautiful, fun basketball. Yeah, that's kind of what I said at the beginning as well. Uh, just watching it, you could just tell it was super, super high level, like really – a plus plus basketball on both sides, and that's why the game was so fun. Hey, so one of the one of the things that I was kind of thinking about, Susie, when you were talking with Shaq about uh, Wimbianga and what Woj said, don't we have to think about kind of Shohei Otani? Like he wasn't drafted, but if we're going to talk about somebody that's transcending the game. And you saw it. Wouldn't he be kind of at the top of that discussion? I think you were so right, Terzo. And thanks for calling in. I couldn't agree with you more. Appreciate you guys. I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think if you talk about Otani, you're talking about one of the most exciting players of all time. We talk about this all the time at our house, that because he's in Anaheim, oftentimes you don't hear as much about him. But we're starting to see more commercials. We're starting to see him break a little bit more into the daily flow of things. And wouldn't you have to say that he is undeniably one of the most talented players to ever step onto a diamond? Couldn't he transcend, Chris? I think we tend to feel like we look at these NBA players and we look at these NFL players as the greatest athletes of all time, but Shohei Otani is beyond special. And Michael Kay was on earlier in the show. If you miss Michael Kay, the Roe career will come back again, find it on YouTube, it'll be on social media, what have you. But he also spoke at length about his uh, his experience with Otani and whether or not he might potentially 
play in New York next year. But Chris, I mean, wouldn't you think that he transcends? Oh, no question about it. Uh, it it's funny to me about about Shohei when it's like, oh, the the best since Babe Ruth. Well, it, he's like in his own category now because the Babe didn't really do both at the same time. He pitched first and then he became a you know an all time great hitter. He's doing it at the same time, Shohei Otani. It's unbelievable to watch. Uh, it's just so exciting every time he takes the mound. Every at-bat is kind of must-watch, even in a meaningless game in May. Uh, I can't get enough of watching, you know, watching him play. And hopefully they make the playoffs because, as, you know, as Michael Kay pointed out and as I like to point out, Mike Trout's played three career playoff games. He has 12 at-bats. In a Hall of Fame career. In a top 10, maybe all-time player career. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we want to see these guys compete at the highest level. That's what made the baseball classic so fun, seeing these guys face off for the, you know, for the final out. And so, you know, I'm fully on board. Anything show Otani, it's like, like I said, I can't get enough of it. And it's the way he comports himself, too. Like Shaquille mentioned that just earlier on the show. It's the way he comports himself. It's what he represents. Yeah. When you choose to play for a league and you choose to be a symbol of excellence, the way he, he comports himself, same as Aaron Judge, putting himself out there as an ideal athlete, as someone to look up to. We were talking about it before the show. I mean, all of you in youth sports out there, it's an example to follow comportment and actually having a good attitude and not throwing your glove or yelling and screaming at your teammates or all that. We talked about that, Chris. Chris came to a yep. couple of Cooper's games and was... Yep, yep. Watching the reaction from some of the kids out there, TJ. And by the way, you are welcome to join us, too, at any of Cooper Eisen's athletic events. Well, I mean, Little League's over. So. I know. Yeah. We've got volleyball playoffs next week. You want to come? <laughs> We've got a tennis match on Sunday. You'll be in New York for the Emmys, which That's, is very this exciting. This is true, yeah. Um, 844-204-RICH, by the way, is the number to call in case you forgot. But yeah, I mean, we got the Emmys coming up, which Aren't is very exciting. To? I'm going. I'm going. Because who else is going to plan the dinner after? That's a good point. I mean, that's, I'm just saying. That was um, literally when we found out we were fortunate enough to get nominated again. The first thing Brockman and I thought of was that dinner. And, uh, is that right? Having that again. I mean, besides. I, I've been lucky to go to that place a few times right, for yes. last year. Yeah. So, yes, it's the highlight of any New York trip at this point. It's uh, it's booked, guys. It's booked. Table for 10 at 10. Nice. 10? 12? Something. Whatever. Um, Chris, should we talk about your celebrity event that you're going to on the way, what qualifies gotten, one to be a, a We've player? We've got a lot of mileage out of this. What qualifies <laughs> one to be a player in a celebrity tournament? I would say, first of all, you'd have to be a celebrity. Right. That would be the first thing. Also, do you think of Chris Brockman as an actor or as a, you know, uh, a voice on the Rich Eisen show? Are you an actor, Chris? Because you're, you're listed <laughs> have, as an actor. I have been in things. Mm. <laughs> I, I do have some credits. I, I've done some non-credited work uh, in some one-act plays mm. out here. Uh, so, yeah, I think I qualify. I mean, Richard's really giving me a hard time about this, that how my inclusion didn't offend him as a celebrity, it offended Rich as an actor. And I say I put my chops up against Rich's, you know, if we want to have an act-off. Wow. Act-off. Let's have an act-off. Act-off. We, we could have an act-off. Let's do an act-off. I mean, I like, I'm, I'm not saying I can cry on cue, but I, I'm convincing. Who should be the judge for our act-off? Who do we have down here? Which Rich Eisen guest should we have? Great question. We've had lots of A-listers. A lot of We've had Oscar winners yeah. in here. Directors. We Henry just, Winkler. We could just get Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Just get Henry Winkler in. That would be Chiefs fan Henry Winkler. Let's have... I'll call him on the way home. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny. We're spitballing here. That Eric might be, Stone that Street might be could pretty come. good. Yeah. Well, Why don't Stone we have... Uh, it's got to be like... 
We need Sweden. someone unbiased and ex- generally known as the friendliest person in Hollywood. I think Henry Winkler qualifies. Yeah, Eric is a close second. He's also, biased. A little biased, biased towards the rich side. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You think? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, Brockman would have a. Yeah. So, also, so, like I said, Susie, you're, it would be discounting my time spent on the the number one movie in America at the time. Just married, you know. I I also have credits, but no. How did you get that role? Well, <laughs> it was a I, it was an arduous audition oh, process. Yeah. I mean, I had to see Sean Levy at least three, four times. Yeah. To, uh, at the lunch table or the dinner table? Well, you know, it was it was it was behind the audition table. I had to go and I had right. to read, you know, and then had to like go to. Producers and you know it was it was tough. It was, it was a lot of work for me to get that role as beach football player number yeah. one. Beach football player number, number one. one. <laughs> number one. Who was number two? Uh, I think that was my boy Matt Mazant. He was, was number two. two. Nobody <laughs> asks me to do anything. Like hello, friends of mine who I hello, see every friends. day. I can be a fake newscaster. Hello, can't I sit there? All right, guys, in three, two, one. Right? I mean, can't I do that on some? Some show any of my nut job friends who have famous movies like hello I'm available. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Like if LD decides to bring Kurt back, maybe he could write in. Yeah. You know that that's a good idea. One of the Let's guys comes to Schaefer. the Rich Eisen Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a great idea. Let's throw it out there. I just want to know for Chris's. Let's go back yeah, to Chris. Let's go back to me. And I, I wish I'd asked my Coskins ahead of time, but I didn't. Um, in the flyer, flyer, invite website website. They Short have bio. pictures of all the guys, but the pictures are covered by the words of their name mm. and then actor. So it's like Chris Brockman. At, oh, you, Mike, you're so great. Uh, Chris Brockman, actor and did I say Nair model? Nair model. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. after so Kevin, Kevin was nice to call That's yeah, so nice. yesterday. But also like it shields your face. So that way you don't know who he is anyway. And <laughs> since you can't see him. You don't know who it is anyway. Is that why they do that? I've never you seen see this a before. Giant bald head, and you're like, wait, what? Who? Let me oh, just click on. Oh, this. Michael Chiklis. Cool. Michael Chiklis. Hey, Chiklis, that shield. <laughs> Big Mac, he's coming. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I'm gonna have a great time. Very excited to come to Jacksonville. Uh, whoever I'm playing with, we're gonna have the best time. We are gonna be the best group. And I'm sorry. I'm not gonna promise a W. I'm sorry. But we're gonna we're gonna have a great time. I will guarantee that. Bring if your you're out there in Jacksonville Robert. listening, I mean, you should call in and get give some recommendations for bars and restaurants and all those things. So that we, I mean, do you know where to go in Jacksonville? You're there for two no days. No clue where I'm going. I'm there for much. I'm there for three and three days plus. Wow. No cage. No Sarah. Uh, pretty excited. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going to go. Oh I knew where that oh was going. I have oh a family. Oh watching. <laughs> Please let Sarah be watching. No, I'm just kidding. I, I look. Obviously, it's for a great cause. St. Jude. I'm very honored that Kevin invited me. I've gotten to know him the last few years at the big slick charity event that that Sarah goes to, and I kind of tag along. Um, you know, we're doing we're doing it for we're doing it for a really great cause, and I'm excited yeah. to be included. And uh, like I said, just looking forward to having a great time and raising a lot of money. And you're going to send Sarah somewhere really good on the flip side, right? I mean, she's probably out promoting her special, and she's obviously Absolutely. performing all the and time. She's going to Big Slick this year, and I'm staying back and being dad of the year. So wow. this is my weekend away, and she's getting hers in a few weeks. So, yeah. When is the Big Slick this year? It's like his first weekend in June, obviously, in Kansas City. Is Rich going? Rich is trying to go. Okay. I don't know. I was just wondering if you knew. He's, like, he's trying. He's trying to clear his schedule. So yeah. you, might be, you might have a weekend free to yourself as well. Oh, 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 that's cute. A weekend free with three kids? <laughs> sure. Your kids are old. They can fend for themselves. My kid is a, you know, not. 
No, your kid is a full-time job and the cutest guy I've ever seen. You could just toss your kid in with mine. Fan it for themselves. You know, all you have to do is call an iPad. Taylor can take care of herself, right? Well, Taylor's smarter than those other two yokels. She can do what she wants. Taylor's running the house with the greatest guy. It's so true. It's so true. Uh, Yeah, I... I won't call that a weekend off. I'll call that, oh, you owe me? Is that a, is that a you it's, owe me? It's a you owe me, for sure. Well, Rich goes every year to Hawaii. He goes every year yep. with this guy is to Hawaii. Oh, I finally went on a trip this aware. year. Yeah. You're aware? We're aware because we're, we're, we're here. We're aware because we're not in Hawaii. He's there and he's we're not. I'm, never, I'm here all the time, so, you know. You have been very loyal. Mike dumps me whenever he can go to Fox <laughs> and, I mean, you know, he goes over there to, like, kind of like switch his stuff you, around. I don't know you're here all the time. I wouldn't take Come on, Mike. Okay, usually, I'm Felly, just Felly's here. Felly's here a lot with the Maserati. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we just out. Well, no, she brings it up every time he. Are we she's car here. shaming yeah. Felly? Car shaming is sick. Do you know what I did the other day with Cooper? It was so cool. There's a place here in Southern California called Galpin Ford. It's like oh, yeah. one of these Galpin school, Galpin. Bought, right? Yeah, in North Hills. Galpin. Yeah. Cooper, as you guys know, for those of you who listen to the show. Cooper is a big sports guy, stats, numbers, like crazy. He's the same way with cars. I mean, since he was little, like he'd say cars. He sounded like he was from Boston. He's like, I love cars. He now, all he does in his free time is research cars. He'll do a car report for you. If you're bored, call 844-204-RICH or ask us on social. You're looking for a car? Give me a price range. Give me an idea. And he'll send you like a a full-on PowerPoint. (laughs) We went to Galpin Ford. They have a 1930s, 1940s diner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we Inside. went to the old school diner. That's awesome. Got burger and fries. Then we went car shopping just for fun what and you, just looked at cars. What'd you get? What did I get? Nothing. I'm out of, I'm out of change right now. But we, <laughs> we went and looked at all sorts of like Aston Martins and oh, yeah. Range Galpin's Rovers like and all that stuff. It was sick. The one in the valley you went yeah, to? The yeah, one they the have valley. like everything there. Yeah, it was sick. We drove and then... I may have said I'm interested, so we went for a test drive in a three hundred thousand dollar car, Uh-oh. an Aston Martin, with with um, orange leather interiors. Whoa! And Cooper's like, "Mom, I think you should get this car." I'm like, "I don't think so, Coop, but thanks for playing." <laughs> it was so always, much fun. Cage is always telling me, "Go faster," and I'm like, "Cage, we're bumper to bumper traffic. I can't go anywhere." <laughs> have I told you how Rich and I um, sometimes have races on the way home? That's not so good. So <laughs> we're, we're going to take a break, and when we come back. <laughs> We'll close up shop and Rich will probably never let me get in the car again. (laughs) What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. I will be back in the chair on Friday. But that chair, while Chris is out for a celebrity golf tournament, and I say celebrity in quotations because... 
Chris is a celebrity, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I will be back in that chair on Friday. I'll bring the donuts. I'll still bring well, stuff, I TJ. Think it, I think it's time for the, the other you. thing. You want champagne Friday? Might as well. well. We still have a bottle here, guys. There's we'll have to do everything. Yeah, this is really ridiculous. Hey, Suze, I got a question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, every now and then... We'll be talking about stuff when Rich will throw something out. It'll be like, oh, by the way, ask Susie about blah, oh blah, blah when uh-huh. she's here. So on April the 13th, I'm not sure what we talked about, but I wrote down. You took notes. This is fantastic. I, I always, yeah. uh-huh. He said, ask Susie about her 40 time. Did you run the 40? <clears throat> so I want to thank Shaquille O'Neal for coming on today. He was fantastic. Michael K was great. Wow. Okay. Deshaun Foster in person. So here's the thing. Okay. So I'm 50, right? And I'm vain, and I just kind of like being a better athlete than Rich. I'm from New England, although he's really good at tennis. And pickleball, too, right? I don't play. That's not a sport. So um, <laughs> so I never run the fi- the 40 because I want Rich to think that I'm faster than him. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I want to be faster than him. And I was like, you know what? I'm 50. I'm healthy. I'm great. And I'm going to get over this. Like, get over yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't warm up, of course, because I'm an oh, idiot. Seriously. I know, Mikey. I even, come on. I Mike, I didn't warm up. I've got my kids out there. They're running, they're running. And I'm like, you know what? While no one's looking, I'm going to run. This is at the Coliseum. This is at the Rose Bowl. Oh, the Rose Bowl. Yes. I'm sorry, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the date on set up for us. And uh, so I, I'm going to run and I'm oh. going to be like the wind. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I get out there and, you know, there's bitchy resting face. I have bitchy running face. And oh. I just look so angry the whole time, which is great. And I get out there and I'm like, I think I beat six. Six, seven. Whoa. I was horrified. I was so pissed. I'm going again. I am so angry. I'm going to go back 6. out there. 7. And I get in there. I, I think of Dion in my head. No fat runners. I see a lot of I see a lot of fat runners, but not a lot of fat sprinters. Dion's in my head. <laughs> I've watched Rich do this so many times where I'm like, stay down, get down. In my head, I am the world's fastest woman. I'm Flojo. Yeah. <laughs> Getting busy on a track. Six, seven. I suck at sprinting, apparently. <laughs> and then, by the way, almost blew out my do- my knee doing it. Oh, you know, my knee's been oh. reconstructed a couple times, and I was like, literally for two weeks after that, my knee blew up. The whole- this is a great story. But I was so pissed off that he was faster than I am. So that's why Rich wanted to share that one. Oh, yes, honey, oh, you're okay. faster than I am. But not <laughs> next year, you're not. Next year's you're, 20. You're training? Next year's Train. 20. I am starting training now. No carbs, no sugar. I will beat you next year, Rich Eisen. I did not this year. That sucks. Thanks, TJ. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you bringing that up. I thought it was going to be a good story for you. Yeah, it wasn't. Because why would he tell me to ask you about something that made you look bad? Because he likes being faster than me. That's why. Because he liked it. He liked being faster than me. But hey, Rich. Not next year. I see you. Next year. You, me, 40, 20. He's, you know, he's TB20-ing for now, TB12-ing for next year. He's going to start no up way. very no soon. No, 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 Tom Brady. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. I'll take that bet against him. How The jelly bean wrappers in the car. Michael, bye-bye. No, American absolute, cheese wrappers. No, absolutely not. You think? <laughs> no, yeah, there's no way. He's out cold, by the way, right now. Breaking news, people. Rich Eisen's taking a nap. I've been around him for this for over a dozen years. He says TB12... Himself, he's begged is him setting to train. this up. Right. Brock, I've been trying to get you. You begged him to train. What do you think I'm doing? Exactly. I'm like train and, already. And then he's like, "Oh, when you're running, I'm running in two weeks. Really? What have you done? Nothing. 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 
Remember the couple times he ran out with some sprinters? He had Herman, the the, the trainer, for a while. Michael Johnson tried. Brandon Marshall tried. Brandon Marshall tried, yep. Dion's tried. Irv. Nope. You know who's trying now? My friend Tom Brady. I'm just saying, I think it's, I think honestly, Rich gets so intimidated with Tom Brady. Like, he's so handsome. He's Tom Brady. If Tom Brady offers it, he's doing it. So guess what, Tom? Hey, call me. We'll talk about his training. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for St. Jude number 20. It's coming next year. <laughs> My thanks to everybody here on the Rich Eisen Show. Adam in the back and Mike and Sarah and Liz, TJ, Del Tufo. Chris, you're fine, I guess. Thanks. I'll be in your chair on Friday. Hey.